What's up, Rock students? My name is Drew, and I want to welcome you to the Rock Student Ministry Beyond of the Message podcast. This podcast exists to equip and empower our students to live like Jesus Christ on the day on the daily. And today's topic will mostly uh, revolve around the resurrection of Jesus Christ, as we heard much of it in a powerful uh, sermon yesterday on Easter Sunday. And so I am going to uh, give a call to our, our good friend, uh, Colin. Hey, what's up, bro? Colin is successfully here. Hey, that's a record, bro. I got you in in like 10 seconds. Dude, well, I was just enjoying listening to you teach, man. Are you sure you want me to hop on? I, I'm happy to just sit and uh, listen to you uh, preach no, the man. word, brother. Dude, I'll go 50 minutes. You guys know that. I often get questions from students, especially this specific one. Like, is the resurrection a myth? And what proof is there to support that Jesus mm-hmm. Christ rose from the grave like the resurrection is the linchpin and the focus and the foundation of christianity and so uh, oftentimes when i'm encouraging students to share their faith uh, we we tend to begin and end with the resurrection um, we've shared <coughs> even in apologetics classes before that man when you're sharing your faith with someone it doesn't matter uh, what they believe about the age of the earth it doesn't matter what they believe about noah's flood what matters is that they believe that jesus died on the cross taking the penalty yeah. of their sin and uh, then that he actually rose from the dead on yeah. Easter Sunday some 2,000 years ago. So four of my favorite proofs of the resurrection uh, first starts with the words. So in 1 Corinthians 15, uh, Paul says, what is of first importance is that Christ died for our sins and was raised on the third day. That's the most important thing. He calls that the gospel. Uh, and then he goes on to list um, some eyewitnesses. So he says uh, he appeared to Cephas. Other We know Cephas as Peter. And then he appeared to more then 500 brothers at a time, many of whom are still alive. So what we got to keep in mind when we read that, man, is that Paul's writing that less than 30 years after yeah. Jesus was resurrected. And so he's basically saying Jesus rose from the dead. And if you don't believe me, here are 500 people who are still alive who can testify yeah. to it. How many, how many witnesses does it take to convict someone in court? Like two or three solid witnesses. Jesus has 500 here. Mm. Number two, um, and we talked about this yesterday for a minute on Easter Sunday, but the first people to discover uh, the empty tomb that first Sunday were women. Um, I love this little detail that the gospel writers give us because in the first century, the testimony of women was totally invalid. Women could not testify in public. They could not testify in court. And so if the gospel writers were trying to make up or invent a resurrection, they would have had men. Uh, probably notable men be the first ones to discover that Jesus had risen from the dead. Um, The fact that they chose women was really them just reporting truth. Uh, Number three, you think about the fact that every single apostle apart from one was tortured and martyred for their faith. Um, I mean, apostles, Jesus followers, they were, they were crucified upside down. They were were killed. They were killed. Uh, The apostle John, who wrote the book of revelation was boiled alive. He survived, Mm -hmm. then went to an Island and received the final revelation from God. So all of these guys were, were killed or tortured for their faith in Jesus. If they had made up the resurrection, if they had made up this giant hoax, then they died for something that they knew to be a lie, which no one would ever do. I mean, if you think about it, if you were being tortured, if you were about to be killed and you could save yourself by saying, I made it up, why wouldn't you? What do you have to gain by dying like that? Mm-hmm. But, uh, but one more, Matthew's gospel tells us that there were guards at the tomb. Um, the Matthew's gospel, the only one to report that. But, but what most people think that means is that they had a Roman legion at the tomb. And these guys were 
like highly trained warriors. They were the best of the best. There's a reason the Roman Empire was so big. It's because their warriors were so fierce. These guys were the ones guarding the tomb. Think about who Jesus' apostles, disciples were. They were fishermen and tax collectors. People with him were were women. They were not soldiers. And so the theory that that maybe the disciples broke in and stole Jesus' body doesn't hold up because why would a band of desolate and and rejected people, I mean, keep in mind, hours before these people had abandoned Jesus, why would they sneak in, overpower a Roman guard, and then pretend that Jesus rose from the dead? Students, if you ever want like a good passage on the resurrection that um, defends the gospel, defends Christ's resurrection, talks about our future body of the resurrection for those of us who believe. Like 1 Corinthians 15 is like the money passage for Amen. that Amen. in the New Testament. But man, Paul adds language in there, even just later, as you mentioned that passage about in verse 13, he says, if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. So without the resurrection, Christ has not been raised, mm. then the gospel wouldn't be true. And then he goes on to ask, to add in verse 17, if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is worthless and you're still in your sins. So like in order for us to believe the gospel in its entirety, like the resurrection is an essential piece of the gospel. Like, it's everything. It's it's essential everything. Piece. So because Jesus rose from the dead, uh, death is not the end of our of the story for those of us in Christ. So why do we believe that death is not the end of our story for those in Jesus? We know it wasn't the end for Jesus, but what about sure. for us in Christ? Man, I, I think about that. It, it hits home when I think about man coronavirus and what's going on. Like there are some there's some heartbreaking stories out there of people who are are really taken from their families and alone in a hospital room. Their families can't visit them, and they know. I mean, the ventilator goes on, and they know they have hours, maybe days, to live, and and they won't see their family again. I think how how miserable that moment would be if you did not have a future hope of a resurrection. Mm. Like, so I'd encourage, man, our students, our people, like the resurrection, Christ's resurrection, our resurrection is everything. Because for the Christian, while we will experience death for a second, the eternal weight of the everlasting life that awaits us, the moment we see the face of Jesus is so much better than anything on this world, so much better than anything we can imagine. And so, man, that's where our hope needs to be fixed. We have this big Easter celebration, but then Mm -hmm. often I think we fall into the danger of not appreciating the resurrection each and every day but i'm thinking about you know just those those middle and high schoolers man honestly who may have heard that question at a, at the top of the sermon at the end of the sermon and it was worded like this do you know for certain with 100 percent confidence that if you were to contract this virus and die from it do you know that you would go to heaven for all of eternity for those who who aren't sure or really don't know like what words of advice would you give to them I would say, number one, God wants you to know, like from the authority of his word. I think about first John chapter five. uh, I write these things so that you may know that you have eternal life in the son. Uh, I think about your son, Ezra, right? If if Ezra, man, if Ezra took a fall, right? And and, uh, pretend pretend took a fall and and became unconscious. um, I I ran over to Ezra to to check if he was alive. Um, I wouldn't ask for his birth certificate to see if Mm -hmm. he was alive. I would check if he's breathing. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think so many Christians, when they think about if they're saved or if they're believers, they point to a moment when they made a decision mm-hmm. for Christ. And yeah. and that's good. There is a moment. Right. There's a moment when we place our faith in Jesus and turn from our sin, repent, give our lives to the Lord. But at the same time, if you want to know that you are alive in Christ, like look at your life right now. Yeah. What do you desire? Are you breathing? Like, yeah. do you have a desire for his word? Do you mm-hmm. hate your sin? Do you fight your sin? Are you 
passionate about the gospel? Do you want people to know Jesus and be saved? And, and I'm not saying that, man, if you are wrestling with sin right now, you're not a believer because we go through seasons of victory and seasons where, uh, man, fighting sin is a little more challenging. But at the end of the day, like evidence of a Christian life is a love for Christ and his word, a love for the lost, a love for the things of God. So, man, I would, I would say, are you breathing? Right now, that would be the question I would ask. Yeah. Man, don't take for granted the truth of the gospel and the urgency for you uh, to believe and trust in Christ alone for as the Lord and Savior of your life, um, for the forgiveness of your sins, and so that you can stand 100% confident and um, ensure in your eternal position before Christ. Um, so, hey, students, we want to thank you guys for listening in. Colin, thanks for bringing the heat, man, because of the gospel, because of the death, burial, resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Man, our, our work, our labor is not in vain, and we ought to be grateful. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I want to encourage you, if you're, if you're walking with Christ, to uh, just be thinking about that, that, about that today. Why are you grateful for the resurrection? Like, why are you grateful? Not just about the cross and his death, but the fact that he rose from the grave. And um, so dwell on that uh, this week. And we look forward to seeing you guys on Wednesdays for groups.